0: Next legacy. This is Charles. I am Brandon Madison, alongside with Danielle, Denaya, Azure, carroll and we have our beautiful guest here. And I feel like she's gonna give us enough game in the not just the entertainment business. Catch up with her, see how she's doing, what's going on with her overall, but. Um, I'm just glad. I mean, I started off saying that I've been a fan of her work for a while. So in order to be able to have this dialogue with her, it means a lot to me. Um, and um, Denai and I would like to welcome Helena Alexis Seymour to Next Legacy Radio. What's up, Queen? Welcome.
1: Hey, ha- <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I'm feeling so grateful to be here.
0: Listen, I'm just trying to get off that energy that you give off when you're on screen and doing your thing. And I just, I just, again, I gotta say thank you, because I know in between the time that you do your job and and trying to network and all this other stuff and promote your brand, I just, I just really appreciate just the time spent. So thank you, first off.
1: Absolutely. Again, thank you for having me.
0: It's a pleasure to be here. And before Deni asks questions, and I do, I just, I just feel like I want to just get this out of the way—not just out of the way, but mm-hmm. we can kind of talk in depth about it. Because I want to talk about, you know, your resume because it's very long. You got, you got awards on awards on awards on awards. I mean, you know, I got to know you by by you playing Jessica Wu, of the Chronicles of Jessica Wu, and you're a two-time Best Actress Award winner. You got it this year 2020. Um, you you have a plethora of not just game, but talent to give to the world.
1: I mean, the show Chronicles of Just Kubu that I'm on is on Tubi, and our co-star Jasmine Guy, who's incredible, came on for season three and is now nominated for an Emmy, and people are on Twitter, like, almost complaining that Tubi is now up for an Emmy. It's like, well, yeah, Tubi <laughs> can do it, you know? Yeah, we're independent, but, like, when it's good, it's good. It doesn't matter where the right. platform is, you know?
0: right. And I think I think when I look at it, you know, during my time of looking at television, consuming it, taking it for what it's worth, I just remember the days of, I just appreciated what it meant to be able to have certain shows on that you follow. Like I follow Jessica Wu, right, and I know what's going on and everything of that nature. And I want to actually I don't want to jump off from that to this, but I actually do because I feel like chemistry when it comes to, you know, the seasons that you've had with Jessica Wu, the just the actors, you mentioned Jasmine Guy. I always feel like it's, when, when you get a group together that's special, you just know. You just know by the work you put in and, and how it relates to other people when they consume it as well. Do you agree with that? Because I look at it like this, Elena. I I look at it, It's it's amazing chemistry that you all give off. And it's not just, you know, the the path that you guys are on you guys are you guys are focused together you can feel it as opposed to other shows or other seasons of shows in my opinion
1: absolutely when i went in for my audition for jessica Wu, the entire cast was in the casting room doing the casting so (laughs) i was a little bit intimidated but at the same time I had already watched because I came in season two and season three for the new Jessica. Mm -hmm. Season one had an old Jessica. So I had watched season one. So I knew everyone coming in. So I was like, oh, hey. So I was making conversation. I won the room. So it made me feel more comfortable as well because I saw familiar faces. And then when they called to hire me, it was two of the four producers that called me and was like, family talking on the phone pretty much. And then on set, you would think that I would again, be intimidated because they've already got to know each other through the first season and they're a family. And I'm coming in as like the new lead to like carry the show. But actually I was the most comfortable I've ever been. And they made me feel so welcome. And our chemistry was there and we're still friends. Like we don't just work and then not hang out. Like we hang out. Like I had dinner with Jasmine Hester who plays nickel on the show just two nights ago. Like we're all friends. Mm -hmm. We're all family. And so I'm so blessed to have, been on and continue to work on Jessica Wu with this cast, because you don't get that often. You don't get people that feel like family on set. Usually it's business and then I'll see you later. So, yeah.
0: No, Not only do you not see it, it's just special to see. Like it's some chemistry with some, it's just, it's just amazing. It makes things flow a lot more when it comes to the likability of, um, projects and, Again, when it comes to the Chronicles of Jessica Wu, when you came on board, it felt like that. So did that mean that you were like, okay, you know, I'm already on a high level. I need to continue to up my game so I can be able to be on this type of, of level so I can be able to sustain it. Because to me, I feel like as you continue on, um, it can continue for mo- not just multiple seasons, but also, you know, things that can progress further in your career as well.
1: Oh, Absolutely. I was preparing for Jessica Wu before I even had the audition or within my conscious awareness. Like, I started kickboxing two years prior wanting to manifest a role where I could use my own stunts because I wanted to play a superhero or a Ninja Turtle or a Super Power Ranger mm-hmm. or something. I just knew that mm-hmm. it was in my future somehow, some way. So I was preparing for it before the audition came about. And then when it did come and it said you had to have martial arts training, da, da, da. I was like, perfect. This is my role. The only thing I need to now mm. study is autism. So I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and then Atypical on Netflix, The Good Doctor, studied that because everyone on the spectrum is much different than each other. So I created my own Jessica right. that way. I also have a history of being super shy introverted as a child. So I tapped into that version of me and I created her. And so, yeah, it, I continue to evolve season two and three. Like I keep, keep working on Jessica I changed her hair, you know, she evolved as the seasons went on and I continue to get better and always study and practice my craft. It's never, you're never done. You're always getting better.
0: I can tell and uh, deny it before you ask the question. I gotta, I gotta say, I feel the evolution of where you're at from season to season for the last two. It's mm. just, it's just taking me on a nice journey to be able to explore, not just the range that you have, but also just the ability to adapt to the roles that the others are are portraying as well because i just i just look at your talent and just it just amazes me that um you can have that talent but also you're reaching from what you just said you're studying you're doing all the other things in in a sense to elevate what you're trying to do and um one question i have before deny acts is is what what's in you that keeps you pushing forward so you can continue to be better
1: this is all I've ever wanted to do my entire life. Everything I do in my day-to-day routine, I always say this is going towards my acting. Even my yoga practice, just sitting out at a coffee shop and people watching, I'm observing characters. My life is my craft and art really mimics life and art uh, life mimics art, vice versa. So for, for me, I feel like I'm living and breathing because this is all I want to live and breathe. There's nothing else. <laughs>
0: Amen. Absolutely.
2: Helena Alexis is our guest here on Next Legacy Radio. So what would you say has been your most memorable, um, uh, op- not opportunity, but, like, moment on set?
1: Well, moment on set and leading up to it was when I booked Birdman. Um, I was in, this was filmed in Montreal. I was in Montreal at the time for a chemistry read for a completely other television show called Nineteen Two, which I actually didn't end up booking, which is weird. But the casting director that sent me on that chemistry read knew that I was in town for the day, and it was an early morning chemistry read. So she called my agent, because I'm from two hours away from Montreal. So I, you know... I was coming in from out of town. She called my agent and said, I have this last minute audition for Helena Alexis, but it's at 7 p.m. Is it okay if she stays the day in Montreal and then comes for this last minute audition? It's like, sure, of course. You know, like, this is all I want to do. I know this is going to be a really long day just sitting in my car having a long lunch, but I'll wait. Yeah, for sure. They didn't give me any Mm -hmm. information or anything about the audition. And then when I got there, it was literally me and another girl. Like, she handpicked us, Mm -hmm. her two favorites. And I was like, oh, this is, This is a really exclusive audition i wonder what it's for (laughs) so we auditioned and then the next day i went well that night i went back to my place in ottawa got the phone call the next day that i had booked the job and it was filming the day after that and i was like okay that's great except i'm already scheduled to be on set for this other movie filming in ottawa so how am i supposed to drive two hours and film both in the same day it's impossible and i already committed to this ottawa job months ago so my agent was right. on the phone with the casting director in Montreal saying she can't do it, blah, blah, blah. And the Montreal casting's like, no, you don't understand. She has to do it. This is a big job. Still not telling us anything about it or who the director was or anything. We just had to go off her advice of like, she should do it, work it out. So what they did is they moved my call time early in the morning for the Montreal job. And then the Ottawa job I was filming later in the evening, like kind of, late afternoon four o'clock which is still kind of tight and they're like she could probably pull off both just and I was like yeah yeah I could do it I could do it this is all I want to do I'm just going to give it to God God put me in this situation God's going to handle it so I went to Montreal and as I'm getting my makeup done the makeup artist had a picture of Michael Keaton on her table and I was like oh did you just do his makeup for something and she's like he's in this movie And I've only had like three hours of sleep last night, but I wouldn't miss an opportunity to be on this set with this director and this cast. I was like, what is this movie? I still don't have this (laughs) movie. I don't know what's happening. And so I went on IMDb and looked up Birdman and I was like, oh, wow. It's an Uh all-star cast with an all-star director. Holy, I'm so glad that I said yes, not only to the audition, but to this job. Because God will test you when something huge is about to happen in your life. And boy, did he test me. And so being on set, I will always remember my journey to get to this set and then what happened afterwards. And it won four Academy Awards, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, like everything. And that I almost had the opportunity to say no because of all the tests that were put in my past. So I will always remember that moment. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Hmm.
0: I look at it like this. From what you just said right there, and I'm I'm a huge fan of faith. I, I believe in what I believe mm-hmm. in, and I know that there are certain certain ways will 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 put you in a path that's going to be meant for you for you. And sometimes that that might be a trail where you're going to look at distractions, obstacles, mm-hmm. different things that you have to jump over in order for you to accomplish what you need to as well. So. Is, has there, has there throughout your career, has there ever been a moment where you, you just started second-guessing what it is that you want to do? And I know this is something that you've always wanted to do, but have you had, from doubters, people who said that, you know what, you can't do what you've done, to where you're at now, where you're like, you know what, forget this. I could do it regardless because this is what I believe in.
1: Yeah. Throughout my whole journey, I started acting when I was nine years old, and I was – Super shy, introverted, and that's the reason I got into acting is because I felt like I had permission to speak. Like, if you give me a script, I have to read it, so you're going to have to listen. But in my everyday mm-hmm. life, I wasn't feeling heard or seen. So it was it was a way for me to express myself. And because I was shy, it took a minute. Like I started when I was six, but I didn't book my first job till I was nine. It took a minute for me to even book my first job. And when the phone rang for that commercial. My mom didn't even believe that the call was for me because my brother was also acting. We went on the same audition. She was like, are you sure it's not for Demetrius?" Like, from a child, I didn't even have some parents believe in me or my aunts and uncles. They're like, oh, Helena, what's your backup plan? I was like, there is no backup plan. If I have a plan B, that means I don't believe in my plan A. And so Mm, for the longest time, I was trying to erase those negative thoughts from others because I knew that it was going to happen. And although I'm in my 30s now, and I started when I was a child, I still am reminding myself, like, Helen, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then just this week, it got announced that our show is nominated for an Emmy. I was like, I knew it would happen. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I knew that it was going to happen. It's just you have to stay positive. And if you truly believe that this is for you, and God gave you these skills, these talents, and this passion for a reason. There's a reason I don't want to be a doctor. I'm not passionate about being a doctor or any other career. Like, this is it. So I have to just focus, practice, and if there's any downtime, you know, if there's a strike going on, well, then, okay, I'll pick up another skill because maybe this skill is going to open up a door in the future, but just stay focused and stay on the path.
0: Wow. Uh, and, and I feel like a lot of us need that, too. Sometimes, Selena, we just need to be appreciated for the effort and the work that we do because – As I see you evolve, and like I say, from multiple seasons, I've seen your acting evolution. Like, if people out there haven't went on TV and watched the the Chronicles of Jessica Wu, you need to do this because you need to see this body of work this woman has created. But deeper than that, though, like, I feel like you're a mainstay for that reason, that effort, that attempt that I feel like you have put in and that work that you say you started since nine, I feel like it's Mm -hmm. there that people need to watch and see where that growth is. And I think sometimes Mm -hmm. people get clouded by, you know, either instant success or they miss the grind from where you began to where you're at now. Do you see that, you know, for the most part as far as, you know, not just fans of you, but even the people in your circle?
1: Yeah. I grew up in a modeling agency from a young child, model talent agency. So I've watched people have instant success, book their first audition, go to Paris when they're 15 and walk for Gucci, and then those are the ones that don't stick with it because they think, oh, it happened instantly, so now I can control it. So now I'm going Mm -hmm. to take a break and go hang out with my friends or go to university and do something else and come back a couple years later, and it'll still be waiting there for me when it's not. And some of these people are actually still my friends, and they're still trying to get back into that that level that they started at. And it's not there because that was their time. When your time comes, you have to take it and ride it out and continue to rise with it. But if you try and control it, well, that's the universe being like, Oh, you're trying to control what your destiny is. This this is how it was laid out for you. Well, then I'm going to make it more difficult. So I'm grateful that I never really had that instant success. It's always been a slow and steady grind and up leveling for me because Mm -hmm. Who knows what would have happened? So I'm grateful for the slow and steady pace because each step I realize, wow, I made it another level. I'm grateful for this moment. Wow, I made it another level. I'm grateful for this moment. So it makes me a lot more appreciative going slow and steady.
0: Wow.
2: Definitely. So what advice do you have for parents when their child says they want to get into acting? What is the first step? Um, when they when they know that it's like they're not just playing around they're actually serious. So what is the first step that they should take in terms of getting their child into the acting slash modeling world and being safe?
1: I would say do your research. So many parents can get so excited and just listen to an ad on the radio that promises to get their child in front of disney or nickelodeon and they don't read the fine print they don't do their research and next thing you know they spent five thousand dollars for an audition and you shouldn't be paying that amount of money for any kind of audition at all so Mm. do your research uh, make sure you're checking out reputable agents call them have a one-on-one meeting they do take meetings they do have open calls and those are usually free and then go from there but these big time places that come, they're like fly-by-night, people that stop into your city and then move on to another city, please, please do your research with those and then get your child into it. If that's what they want to do, like, go at, like, let them pursue their dreams. But again, the parent needs to take it slow because that instant success, what they're hoping for, that's not going to happen. That's you blowing $10,000 for nothing. (laughs)
0: investing in uh, not just the financial piece, but also just the emotional support. Um, And I know i said it before, and I'll continue to say it. I think it's the cornerstone of what is needed to not just inspire and put confidence into someone, but I think we, we look at it because you're in a very crowded arena of people who want your position. They want the position you're in right now at this moment. There's hundreds of thousands of people out there trying to be what you do. Um, and also to add on to what Denai asked, I always feel like, you know, you got to have a strong support system now more than mm-hmm. anything because it's hard. It's hard. It's a grind of what anybody does, even nine-to-five work. Like, whatever it is you do, it's going to be hard, but you need some kind of support system, um, you know, to feel confident because you can be self so confident, Helena. I know you are. I know mm-hmm. you are. I feel it every time I hear your voice or when I see you going on screen. But
2: mm-hmm.
0: that other that other, that other, other person that's going to say, look, I, I appreciate what you just did or I like that. You inspired me to do this, this, and this. I mean, it's a whole different level of appreciation, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you really have to be confident in yourself. It all comes back to self-love. Like, yes, have a strong support system, but... What happens whenever you reach another level of success and then that support system gets jealous or envious? Because I feel like it's the people that are closest to you that actually want to bring you down. And it's the acquaintances or the strangers that you don't even know that support you even more, which I've come to Mm -hmm. notice recently as well. Um, So as long as you have that self-love and you're your own biggest fan, then no one can touch you.
0: Why do you why do you see that happen? Or, you know, I, I think I think we've all seen it, or we've seen other um actors, actresses, people who have um elevated and then the immediate family or whoever it is, just a different different kind of feeling. Like, you know, people want to say, Oh, these people are hating and things like that too, but is, is it more so not just the hate, but people are scared of watching someone in their inner circle evolve and do something outside of the box, meaning they may have wished that, oh, maybe I could have did something different too in my life.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And that's why I feel like the people that are closest to you can be the ones that actually are the most jealous or want to bring you down because you're so close to them. They're like, if she can do it, I could have also done it. But I had fear in me. I had doubt and anxiety and I didn't do it. So, of course, they're going to be the most resentful. And that's that's pretty sad, but it should be an inspiration that you should now inspire them, be like, if I could do it, you can still also do it. So yep. it's unfortunate that there are people that are the closest to us that feel that way, but if you look at it on the bright side, there is room for everybody. There is a path and journey for everyone to rise. It's just a matter of you having that self-love confidence and taking the first step towards it instead of, continuing to doubt yourself and thinking something's just going to drop in your lap. Nothing drops in your lap. Like I said, I've been working on this since I was nine, and I'm in my mid to late 30s at this point, and I've been grinding every single day. And so people thinking that this was an overnight success, it takes 25 years to be an overnight success. Mm. Come on.
0: Mm. Tell that truth. Tell that truth. I know what you're talking about. Listen you yes. <laughs> and what you have done have it super inspired me for this reason. Like I, I was you know, when and, and I'm connected to, you know, who you're connected to put this together. And one thing that I that I promise myself is if I'm if I'm able to have a chance to be able to have a broader audience to be able to uh express myself where I'm appreciative, supportive, um, and humbled and motivated by what others are doing, building their art to a higher level. It's appreciative and you have to You know, you just kind of have to step back and just be able to, you know what, I'm super grateful. Um, God is good when it comes to the people that I'm aligned with, and that's important Mm -hmm. for all of us to share. So when we have these situations where, you know, here we are, you're now in your mid-30s, you've been doing it since nine, there's more for you to do, which I feel like there is, because I feel like you're hitting your stride right now at at a high level where not only can you do, you know, what you're doing now, but there's. Other things that I still feel like you need to do or should do, um, do you still feel that same way? because I, I feel like your broader scope of acting has just got started.
1: Oh, I feel that completely. Like I said, I although I started at nine, I feel like I'm just getting started now. and there are so mm-hmm. many other characters that I would love to portray. My main goal is to wake people up more to themselves and spirituality and God and the universe. So if I can have a role where I can express that and wake people up to that, I love astrology, like... Give me some kind of hippie role that reads tarot cards. I'd love that. Um, I also, like, seriously, more people need to wake up to the higher power and stop trying to control their life because, really, God is in control. So the more that I can illuminate that in others, that is my goal in life and in this art It's just to wake people up to different aspects of themselves, whether it is the dark or the light. Either way, we're growing. So, yeah, there are many other roles I'd love to portray, and this is just scratching the surface right now.
0: All right, Helena. I'm gonna give before Denai asks a question. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go super spiritual with you right now. So you know, you we kept saying all day, all day, all during this interview. Give it to God. Give it to God. When was there a moment in your young life where you're like, you know what? I'm fully gonna give this to God and let and let this path be what my God tells me I need to do. When did that moment hit you?
1: I, man, I think even before I started acting because. I came from a really small town in Canada where there was all white people at my school. There was one of, I was one of three ethnic kids and I was teased and bullied for the way that I look. So I started asking myself the question, who am I from the first grade? I was asking mm-hmm. and looking for a higher reason of why I'm on this planet. And I asked my parents, I'm like, who am I? They're like, you're Helena Alexis. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't name myself that. So I don't even know who that is. So I was starting to look mm-hmm. for God from then. And that's when I found my inner voice, my my best friend inside myself. And I started talking to myself at recess. So from then, before I even got into acting, I was already tapped into my intuition and my instincts. So by the time I got on set, yes, I was like on set, started auditioning. I was still shy, but it was that moment that I booked my first commercial where my brother, like I said, he came as well to the audition and the casting director came out. And high-fived my brother because they had worked together before and he's like hey demetrius what's going on man why don't you come in this room and help me audition these pretty girls until it's your turn in front of me i was like oh okay so i didn't get this and i'm nine okay (laughs) i'm nine he's doing this in front of me and i my feelings were so hurt that i went in the bathroom i looked at myself in the mirror and i was like you know what you're not going to let this bother you You're going to go in there, you're going to do something completely different and unique, and you're going to book this job. I was fired up after that because I was so, like, hurt by it. And that's why I booked that job.
0: Wow. And real quick, and Helena is our guest on Next Legacy Radio. And this got me because I had to ask that question because, again, similar path to you is very similar to me. Like I, I feel like as a child I, and deny we just talked about this the other day, right? Like I always feel like a lot of people kept telling me, like, you know what, you, you don't talk like you're black, right? And I've mm-hmm. gotten this when I was or I've been portrayed as, you know, preppy or, you know, whatever you wanna call me that wasn't all positive, right? So like you, I kinda just took to myself. I created you know, uh, uh, a self-confidence, in my opinion, that was like, you know what, forget this. You know what, what you say can't hurt me, but that's all right, because I'm going I'm to keep this and motivate myself to be able to do more than I'm doing. And I think a lot of people out there have felt that or is going through it that I feel like people need to address, too, when it comes to certain things like that, because it, it's literally like, I, mean, I promise you, deny and I had a conversation about this the other day.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Wow. Wow. Absolutely, because we, we both had the same situation.
1: It is true, though. And I believe that life, there's nothing negative that ever happens to us. It's either a grow or a glow. So mm-hmm. it's something, if people are coming at you, again, let it motivate you. Let it help you grow, learn from the situation, and get your power back and grow stronger. So right. everything is helping us in our evolution. So I'm grateful for the bullies. I'm grateful for the negativity when I was a kid, because I wouldn't be this confident, strong woman today if it wasn't for them. So I thank them.
2: That's right. Definitely. I just want to comment on the fact that you said that you know, acting gave you a voice, and I think that's so such a crucial statement because I always say you know, let kids talk because there's always this whole there was always been this thing of Kids should be seen and not heard, and that is damaging so many children right now. So the fact that you said acting is what allowed you to let you use your voice and find your voice. So which is basically saying that the arts is what allowed you to be able to use your voice and find your voice. What What is one thing that you wish you would have known? before you got into the action and modeling world
1: first of all that that is about to make me cry because that literally is i was always told to be seen and not heard and so that's why mm-hmm. my first taste of even the stage was beauty pageants and dance so i was still being seen but not heard really because beauty pageants is all about how cute you are so i was getting comfortable with being on the stage but it's not like they have a monologue competition. It's all about how pretty you are. So mm. in dancing, it's just me being comfortable with my movement of my body. So I'm still not speaking, but at least I'm getting comfortable on stage. And then acting and being in a model and talent convention came afterwards, and I was already comfortable being on stage that the acting part, I was fine with it and public speaking and all of that. So, yeah, that that really hit me. <laughs> um Sorry, now I'm forgetting what your question was. <laughs> oh, no, I was I was saying, what is one thing
2: that you wish you would have known before you entered
1: modeling and acting? One thing that I wish I had learned was that there is a time for everyone to pop. Because whenever mm. you're young and you do see those people book their first job right off the bat and you're not and you're still grinding and you're working... You you start to do you do question and doubt yourself, and you mm-hmm. you start to wonder is this my path is this for me should I continue like my brother is booking all the jobs I'm not the casting director came out I five and this is it for me blah 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 what am I doing, and then you look back years later and you're realizing how all the pebbles came together and how all the dots aligned and made sense because it made you stronger it made you continue with it you see that now my brother doesn't even act anymore. (laughs) Like there are so many Mm. people that just fall off after their first booking because their head gets too big. They lose their grounding. Like I'm still a grounded person, no matter how much success that has been blessed in my life. Like I'm still both feet on the ground, but those that have it pop off too soon, now their head's in the clouds and they can get into drugs or God knows what they're doing now with their life. So Mm. just, just take it slow and realize that if this is what you want, take your time. There's a time for everything. God has a plan. Don't try and control it. And just let go and surrender to the flow of it.
2: Absolutely.
0: Amen to that. Helena, Alex is our guest on Next Legacy Radio. And a couple more questions uh, before we let you go. One, one thing that I, I definitely would have to say when it comes to just the broader scope of where we are, I mentioned it earlier as far as that we have so many different ways of consuming content um, than ever before. Um, and sometimes I feel like as people who are consuming it, we take it for granted as well. Like there's so many things out there that, now oh, I'll just look at this later. Um, and mm-hmm. not appreciate what the what the now looks like. Um, mm-hmm. while there's a lot of ways we can consume what we have, do you feel in some cases that as media folks or as, you know, people who are, eh, you know what, I just, you know, I don't want to watch commercials, so I'm just going to wind up doing this this way. Do you feel like we take you for granted in some cases?
1: Taking me for granted?
0: Or just the, I feel you know, like the... Go ahead.
1: Yeah. um, I feel that a lot of people don't give all the shows or even smaller shows or up-and-coming shows a chance because there might not be a big-name star in it.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: they're like, well, Mm -hmm. if they didn't win an Oscar or an Emmy or anything and I don't know them from being famous in X, Y, and Z, then I'm not going to give that show a chance and I'll just flip to the next one. And meanwhile, that could be the show that changes your life. So Mm -hmm. I just wish more people would, you know, sit down, read the storyline and give the show a chance and let it change your life. And then maybe that show will go on and blow up like Succession has great actors in it. And yes, it's on Netflix, but I mean, not all of them are super famous. Like I know... Um, Macaulay Culkin's brother, whatever, Kieran Culkin. I don't really know the other Mm -hmm. actors. Maybe it's because I don't watch much TV, but I feel like Succession really brought them up. So I'm happy that they hired these actors that were, you know, on the up and up up and coming, and now they've blown up with this show, and now everyone's watching this show. But like I said, it's not like they were all A-list celebrities to begin with. So I feel that people just need to give these shows a chance. That's why I'm so grateful that Jasmine Guy came on board for our show.
0: And and I think you brought it home by saying exactly that, too. And and I feel like the taking for granted kind of lies exactly how you explained it, because we do as consumers, media folks, people who are watching it, not just watch it and go tweet about it or or message about it, but just go, because to me, the investment that we have is just to go and continue to support it um, in certain ways, not just by watching it, but go telling other people to do the same thing and have a conversation that will expand more than just social media, in my opinion, as well. Um, Mm -hmm, And I think that's super, super important. Um,
2: Absolutely. So with everything that you have done in your career, in your life What do you want your legacy to be?
1: I mentioned it a little bit earlier. I want to be known for the woman that helps people find love in themselves and find that there is a higher power guiding them, whether it be through my characters or just by my interviews, that I remind them to check in with themselves, check in with God, check in with their self-love. Like I, I just want to show people that it always comes back to you and you always have a higher power that is guiding you. And I really just want to inspire people to find that higher power, whether it is God or Buddha or whoever it is for them. But there is a higher power guiding you, and you can find that within yourself. Thank you.
0: And one thing that I will say before we wrap this up, and I'm going to give you the floor so you can go ahead and direct traffic to all social media website of, uh, information. That is Helena, who is our guest on Next Legacy Radio. I have to say this. I have to uh not just close with this, but I gotta tell you that um anytime that I could be able to see somebody doing something for themselves that they are proud of, appreciative, and that is doing their best to inspire others, inspires me as well. Because there's so many gifts that you give when you go on set or when you read uh, what you're what you're about to put out there for the for the people, Helena. So I gotta tell you that uh, before we even met I've been motivated. Like, you know, I always love myself. I'm confident. I I believe in me because I believe in me because that's just who I am. But, you know, getting some of this from you is always inspiring. So I got to tell you that I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. And this is the beginning of not just more dialogue, but just more of what we can do to be able to help not just spread the word and grow, but help teach other people to grow. Because some people are afraid. They may not know what route to go, but we may put them in the path to be able to do what's necessary in order for them to look into them being a better them, you know? So I got to tell you that. I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. And I feel like that's exactly my character, Jessica Wu. Like I said real quick, she was autistic, but she didn't use that disability as a disability. She thought it was a superpower and used it to her advantage. And so I'm grateful that of all the shows that, like, kind of blew up a little bit more than the other that it's this show because this is inspiring others that your vulnerability what you perceive as your weakness is your superpower so remember that Mm -hmm. you are strong you're powerful and you can do anything
0: amen to that amen to that and before Mm -hmm. you uh throughout all social media information where you're at where people can find you uh helena my dear what's in your music playlist right now I love trance and house music,
1: <laughs> my favorite okay. uh, group. Yeah, yeah, I love EDM music. So I listen to Above and Beyond. They're my absolute favorite. Madzo, RT, Alpha 9, that's my top. Oh, Chuse and Chabayos, although they broke up, so I listen to DJ Choose and DJ Chabayos separately now. But EDM music, that's all I listen to all day, every day.
0: EDM music, nice. okay. Well, you know what, <laughs> Deny, I mean, we got to make sure that we have a special – EDM block of music for this young lady too, um,
1: and we'll family. talk about
0: that. later we'll definitely we'll definitely put that it's in so in our, in our stuff yeah. too. So listen, <laughs> I, I'm with you. I mean, there's a lot of music that can move me in the right direction when it comes to that. Like you know, I'm all over the place when it comes to different genres of music because you know, one day yeah. I want to put on TikTok, the other day or I may want to put on some gospel. Like I go different ways when it comes to just. How you feel and that's how music is supposed to be, right? It's supposed to make you feel exactly, <laughs> in exactly. a certain kind of way. <laughs> and that's partially why I
1: listen to more EDM now is because it is so uplifting. So I wanna just keep my energy up as high as possible. So that's why it's always EDM. Stay positive, there yeah.
0: You there you go. Hey, Denai, I'm gonna make sure I put that in our um in our uh, our Canada mix on Saturday. So I'm gonna make sure I do that first. Yes, so Sam oh, done. All good. <laughs> and as we close, I would love for you to give the public your all social media information, where they can find you, follow you, support you, etc.
1: You can find me on Instagram, the new threads, Facebook, across the board on social media, at Helena Alexis. It's all one word with QAs, Helena Alexis.
0: Perfect, perfect. And not just thank you. Once again, you've heard me talk all this stuff about you I will continue to do this forever thank you for being you thank you for still continuing to keep pushing the envelope and growing yourself because again if anybody who's a fan of your work has seen that evolution and they can be able to attach to it so continue to keep leveling up inspiring and uh come back again so we can be able to talk other things as well and and just recap some of the stuff you got going on not just now currently but also in the future
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much again for having me and for all the amazing kind words you had to share. Thank you.
0: Uh, I'm waiting. We, we having fun. We just got started. I told you I was a fan of yours before we started talking. So, I just so sweet. Started. Thank you. And now that we're following each other on social media, on, on Instagram, I'll, I'll track your other spots too that um, we can follow and support. But Nah, listen, young lady, I, I adore what you do. So just keep it up. I hope you can tell from my energy and from Danielle's that listen, we, we we are we are we are team you all day, every day. And again I, I just love your evolution. I'm a fan. I'm a fan, so I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank
1: you. I appreciate you. Thanks
0: for coming on. Thanks
1: for coming on. I all right, appreciate it. Thank you. you. All right. Thank you so much for having me again. Take care, guys. Take you care. Too.
0: Next Legacy